Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. From the ultimate Seminole sports source comes another original live content production. Trench Talk with Devontae Love-Taylor. You bring the live rounds, he'll bring the pancakes. And now, number 58 in your programs, but number one in your hearts, here's the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love-Taylor. There's the man of the hour, the half hour. It's Devontae Love-Taylor. It's Trench Talk. Welcome on in, everybody. Devontae, how are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. I don't, I don't want to put too much pressure on you out the gates, but uh, we all know that Brady, your roommate, Brady Scott, is engaged. Looks like Dylan Gibbons got engaged over the weekend on Twitter. Is there, is there something going on in the old line room we need to know about? Uh, not that I know about. I don't, I don't know. It must be something in the water they're drinking. Right on. So uh, <laughs> what did you, you do this past weekend with the weekend off, man? Were you able to get home and uh, kind of unwind for a little bit? Yeah, I went home. I watched my little brother play. I got to watch some uh, beach volleyball Saturday, and I got to watch some football on Saturday. Right. And I just hung out, you know, did some treatment, rehab, took care of my body, uh, enjoyed the, the off day, and just got to be a football fan for a day. Good, good. How did little bro do? If, if you were PFF, how would you have graded your little bro? I'm going to grade him hard because he's my little brother. But I guess if he wasn't and I was just watching a kid play, I'd say he played pretty well. How the beach volleyball team do? I wasn't I wasn't dialed in at all with anything. Uh, they did really good. I don't think they lost a match to be honest. That's what they do, man. They just <laughs> win over there, man. It's impressive. It's impressive. All right, man. Let's uh let's go to Warchant.com's Tribal Council. Take our first question of the night. Reminder, everybody, if you're watching us here live on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment, leave a question, topic, anything you want. We'll see if uh, we can get up on the screen and get it over to Devante. So, without further ado, well, we go to Hawaii. We go to our guy, Ralph. He goes by Spartan Knoll 71 He says, Aloha, Devante. How's it? Just wanted to check in and see how you are feeling. I am sure the bye week helped a lot with recovery and healing. Mahalo and go Knowles. Well, yeah, were you able? I mean, did, so you, you said you went, you did some rehab even on the off week, huh? Yeah, for sure. We did. Um, there was a lot of us in there. You know, Coach Novell did a great job of, um, you know, taking care of us this week and making sure that we were able to get our legs our legs back and everything you know it's it's a long season and we just got lucky enough to have a bye week right in the middle so yeah we we we're taking care of our bodies and then you know working on the mental part of the game too during the bye week you don't want to get too lax and not and lose what you were doing before like are you watching cut-ups or anything on your ipad during the off week oh yeah you watching film like you prepare like it's a game week you just kind of 
you know, you're grading yourself. It's like bye weeks are like reality checks. You know, you look back on what you've done so far this season, what you've done well, and what you haven't done well, and then you fix it. How much? How much better can everybody get, like physically, on a bye week? We we try to we almost make it sound like it's this magical. Like these seven days, those seven days are you get so much recuperative rest and everything done. But like, I, I mean, I'm sure it obviously helps, but. Uh, I mean, do you guys maybe value it more than we think, or, or is it maybe we need to kind of pump our brakes and realize that you guys aren't Wolverine and you don't heal uh, like superhumans? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's, it's like really helpful, you know, because at the end of the day, you want to be ready to go on Saturdays. You know, you put your body through all this just to play on Saturdays. And then once you do, you know, you're giving everything you got on Saturday. So then it kind of resets every week. But you didn't have to do that this Saturday. So it's like your body – is like taking another step forward. All right. Good. All right, man. You, everybody certainly deserves some time off. Uh, I was able to go back home this weekend. I ain't complaining. Uh, back to the tribal council, big Steve 22 game week returns. He says, hope the buy went well and gave you and the team time to heal. Uh, what has been the message from coach leading up to the game against UMass? We all know what game is next. So I'm just curious, how do you guys stay motivated and focused on the task this week, rather than maybe peaking at who is next. Go Knowles, let's keep the streak alive. It's Big Steve-O, 22. You know, we have the same message every week. It doesn't matter who we play, you know, and that's to take care of ourselves. Like, you know, at, every week, you know, we say we're, we're facing a faceless opponent. And if we do what we need to do, do what we're coached, don't make mistakes, play discipline and execute, then we don't feel like we can be beat. So it's not even about UMass, it's more about us, what we do every week, or who we're playing after that, or who we're playing after that. So if I'm not mistaken, you guys had Monday off. Did, did you guys have some sort of light walkthrough or practice on Sunday? Uh, yeah, so every Sunday we had, we stayed on our normal routine, even with the bye week. We had a normal practice on, uh, like a lighter practice on Sunday, which is what we do every Sunday. All right, right on. Uh, let's scroll on down. Let's stick it with uh, the warchant.com tribal council. We go down to Naples. Our guy, Mark Devante. Thanks for doing this every week. He says, hope you're healing up a bit. I think we have a noon game against UMass this week. You are correct. Mark thinking the Knowles will take care of business as a player. Do you prefer noon three 30 or a night game? He thinks with a night game, there's too much time to kill either way. Kick some UMass. This weekend, he says, go Knowles. It depends on like a lot of things, you know, it depends on the the opponent to, to be honest, like, you know, if you're playing personally for me, you know, if I, we're playing in a bigger game, I want a night game. Um, but probably, and then away games, you know, I like earlier games because, you know, it's like a business trip. You just want to go take care of business and get back. But I don't know. It it depends, you know, and then early in the fall, it's hotter. So those noon games kind of like noon to three thirty games, they're really hot. But then sometimes you could go somewhere and it's 10 degrees at eight thirty at night. So it, it depends on the person. Me, if I had to pick one, I would say the three thirty games. Okay. All right. Um, you know, me and Corey who do the podcast, we, we kind of joke and talk about this, but I know you're, you're used to it now. I don't know what you practice, what your schedule is like at your previous institution, but I've always just found it interesting that ever since you've been playing football, you and all your teammates, like you've played after school, right? Like when you were playing peewee or 
you know, grade school football, you're playing after school, high school, you're playing after school. Like, was there any sort of acclimation to doing morning practices for you guys? Or at least I can speak for anybody else, but at least for you, uh, when you first started doing morning practices? Oh, yeah. Well, in high school, we would work out. Oh, well, I would and a few other guys, we would work out before school. So, like, I was used to getting up because during, um, like, the season of high school, you don't really have time to work out, like, after practice. You know, like, for me, I had my brothers literally practice right after. So I'd have to find the time to get in. So I'd come and work out before school, go to school, then practice after, and then go to his practice after that. So like, getting up early wasn't really, like, hard or anything. But I like I like morning practice. I prefer them over afternoon practices. You know, Mark uh, talked about it in his question to you here on the uh, the travel council. But, like, if somebody said the word Clemson, would they get in trouble right now? Yeah, they said any word other than UMass. Okay. That's, you know, we just take it one week at a time. We're not looking. We learn from the previous mistakes, and we can't focus on two weeks from now. We can only control what's happening this week. How excited are you guys right now, Devontae? And, you know, you've said it. I mean, this is, I don't know, the seventh time we've done this show. Every single week you've talked about you guys still believe in the message of the staff. Every time we hear from Coach Norvell, or Coach Dillingham, or anybody associated with the team in a coaching capacity, they talk about how they still believe in you guys. And I know you try not to listen to any of the noise, but man, what a difference, you know, like two weeks makes, three weeks makes, just in terms of the belief that it seems like the fans have in you guys. I know everything stays the same with you guys, but is there any kind of added level of confidence you guys have one more week removed from that North Carolina game, looking at it on tape, seeing just how clean you guys played, but I guess still feeling like you you didn't hit your head on any ceiling. You guys can still play better. Yeah, for sure. We can definitely play better. But it's just the confidence within the locker room. You know, me looking at the guys around and just seeing that, like, these guys are ball players and, like, and they're on my team and I know what they're capable of and I trust them and I believe in them. So it's that's just how it is with everybody, you know, from offensive line, knowing how good our defensive line is. They push us every day. And there's – weeks where they battle us so hard at practice on Saturdays, we don't – and when we get to Saturdays, we don't see guys that are as good as our defensive line. And that's how it is in every position group. But that's just – and that just builds confidence within the team. I mean, for you, has it been one of those things here the last two weeks where it's like, all right, man, finally everyone gets to see just how good I know we can be? Or is it one of those things where it's like, okay – I knew we had some of this stuff in us, but to see us all put it together, uh, I'm like pleasantly surprised. Or has it been, again, one of those things that you've just been like, man, I've, I've been waiting to show everybody. I told everybody this summer, like, we're going to be really good. Now we finally get to show everybody. Well, for me, it's like, it goes back to the thing Coach Atkins talks about all the time. And it's like the difference between being like result driven and, and process driven. You know, everybody wants results. Everybody wants to see wins, which is fans like that's, why you support your team, you want to see them win. But like being a part of the program and seeing how we've grown week to week and seeing how the process is paying off, that's more like that's more satisfying than just getting the win, like seeing everybody get better, seeing us pick up stuff that we weren't picking up two or three weeks ago, making just overcoming mistakes that we've made previously and just getting better. Uh, oh, we got another question up on the Tribal Council. Uh, we'll pop it up here. It's uh, NoelFan82. Says he enjoys your remarks, or maybe she enjoys your remarks each week. 
as someone who has played in another program and has friends playing for other schools, can you compare and contrast the Florida State strength and conditioning program to others? What would you say is the basic philosophy of Coach Josh Storms? His basic uh, philosophy is just it's the same. The, the message is the same from the strength staff to the GAs and it's work. You know, we believe in the work and that's what we're going to do. And our strength staff is amazing. Like everybody, you guys seen all the um, all the videos and stuff this summer from the squat parties, the tour of duties. You know, we believe in work and everybody gets better. Like the numbers, if you need to gain weight, there's guys gaining weight. If you need to lose weight and put on muscle, you see guys doing that. We had, I think, six or seven guys bench over 400 pounds. Um, I think I forgot how much weight uh, uh, Jay Sean squatted, but I remember it was a big deal. And now you see that paying off every Saturday. And that's part of the strength and conditioning program. You see how much stronger and faster we are than we were last year because we had a full year with the staff. And it's not just Coach Storms. It's the full strength staff. You know, they're all great and they all help us every single day. What about that GPS stuff? Is that something that you're able to kind of look at and, and see kind of like a growth in terms of the exertion that you're able to do this year compared to uh, maybe last year or years past? Yeah, I've heard it mentioned a couple of times and it was just, uh, it was Coach Novell actually bringing it up after practice and saying how much faster and how much our workload has increased compared to last year. And it was across the board, you know, it wasn't just individuals, it was everybody. Is that something you sense? I mean, like, do the, do the practices feel more, I don't want to say physical, but is there more kind of pep? Is there is there more, um, you know, you're, are you just kind of straining yourself in a different sort of level, you and your teammates, you feel maybe this year compared to last? Um, it's hard to remember, you know, like practices and stuff from last year, but just the energy is a lot different. You know, the, there's more confidence in guys because, like, last year we didn't have spring ball. So my first reps against – like our ones on defense came in fall camp and then we had to go and play a game. So I didn't even get to really build a consistent relationship going against the defense. So it was like, I knew they were good, but it wasn't like I could just, I didn't know them. So now it's like, I know Pierre Jermaine and whenever I see them make plays, I get excited. Fabian, even the DBs, you know, everybody just builds relationships on the team and you get so excited to watch them make plays. And it's just like, it's a big family environment, which I feel like, it wasn't like that last year. All right. Uh, speaking of family, feeling the love, get down or lay down, asks, uh, what's the mood like when guys uh, decide to seek out maybe other options? Uh, I know Dante's a guy that put his name in the portal, but uh, uh, I don't know. I guess some people might think it might be like a little bit of an awkward thing, but you guys are so close to each other. I would I would imagine even when guys do say their goodbyes, there, there's still a level of respect and admiration you have for one another. Oh, yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, you know, it's bigger. Locker room is bigger than football, you know. I know we all play football, but we're building lifelong relationships here. And you can never be mad, mad at somebody for doing what's best for them. So if a guy puts a name in the transfer portal, it's still love from everybody. And, you know, you support them and you just want them to be successful. Because at the end of the day, you're all chasing a dream. And you can't be mad at them for putting themselves in the best position to achieve theirs. Well said, Devontae. Well said, man. Uh, back to the Tribal Council, Warchant.com. If you're just joining us, if you could hit that thumbs up button, we certainly would appreciate it. Maybe even hit the subscribe button in the lower right corner of the screen. That'd be awesome. Bert, 1992, on multiple occasions, you've said that you think a guy like Lloyd Willis could be very good. Can you explain why you think this and when you think he'll be ready to play in games? Uh, I can't speak on the ready to play in games. That's <laughs> that's above my pay grade. But, um, you know, I've been around football a long time, and I've 
watched a lot of film and I've played against a lot of good players. And I just see how big Lloyd is and how well he can move. And, you know, it's just he has all the tools and he's so young. And Coach Atkins is such a great coach. It's like, I don't know, it's like he kind of wound up with somebody that could turn him into what you will see eventually. And I need this, like, if you can screen record this and get me saying this so when it does happen, like, I can say I told you so, that would be great. We got it done. <laughs> Consider it done. Do, do you, Does Lloyd know how good he can be, do you think? I don't know. You know, you try to tell somebody, but, like, they don't they don't know because just because he doesn't he hasn't seen what I've seen and hasn't like played as much ball as I have but I think he will and when he does like it's gonna you're gonna be like where did this kid come from all right and we'll play this for him on draft night (laughs) and then we'll we'll all be good to go uh back here to uh YouTube get down or lay downs back ask you Devontae what thought gets you out of the bed in the morning when the alarm clock goes off and maybe you don't feel like getting up that there are millions of people that would love to have to go or get to go to rehab at 5.30 in the morning and then go to practice after. That's and really put on a Florida State helmet. There's millions of people. I'm sure people that are on this on this right now would love to be in my shoes. So that gets me out of bed every morning. All right, man. Good perspective. A good perspective to keep. I know you guys do wet ball drills, I think, on Thursday or Friday. Get down or lay down and ask, is the team getting ready for a November game? in Massachusetts, impossible snow. Man, we got a long way to go before we get there, get down or laid out. Not yet, but I'm sure when the time comes, we'll have something figured out to get us ready for that. What's the worst weather game you've ever played in? Oh, I played at Marshall, which is in West Virginia, and it was like 30 degrees and raining. And it was just, it was cold. But as a group, we decided, like, as an offensive line, we decided, like, we're going to just be tough guys. We're not going to wear any sleeves on our arms. So we're just like, we got to do it. And then we lost it over time, but it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's like a real thing, right? Like, guys would be like, hey, man, we're not going to show weakness. Here. We're not going to wear we're not going to wear sleeves. Like, that's, a, that, that's a real thing that teams always talk about when they face that kind of weather, right? The guys that's hard to convince are the guys that, that like, aren't getting the games. Because when you're playing, you know, your body, like, you're, you're heating up. So, like, you don't, you're not really cold until you're standing on the sideline. And those guys just like some of them stand in the whole game and they're freezing. <laughs> yeah, they got the warm bench though. I mean, like literally, there's like <laughs> a warm bench they can sit on. Um, back to uh, Lloyd. Uh, Jeffrey Bell says allegedly, uh, just giving you a hard time, Jeffrey. I played alongside Lloyd's dad. I wish the kid nothing but success. Go Knowles. Oh, and happy birthday, senior. I guess maybe it's his dad's birthday. I wouldn't even know. Thank you, Jeffrey Bell, for uh, clarifying that for us. Keeping it rolling here on YouTube, Devontae. Mace, not the rapper, uh, ask any pregame locker room rituals. Um, not really. Uh, I usually go get some, like, warm-up. I, I spend a good amount of time warming up because uh, offense and defense line are usually the last group out to warm-ups. So, you know, you warm up before you go outside and do the actual warm-up. So I'm in the training room for a good amount of time. I kind of just chill, uh, listen to music, stretch. No, nothing really. No rituals. Yeah, how does that work out with you guys pregame? Because we do see, well, at least Iron Corey, Gene, and Austin that go to the games. I've been back home during the games, but like we'll see guys slowly kind of filter out before. Like we'll see you guys all come out with Coach Atkins, or we'll see the whole D line come out with Coach Odell. Like, 
is it pretty much like, all right, you guys have to be at the stadium at this time for kickoff. And then between that time and whenever the, the, the whole team is going to go out, you pretty much can do whatever you want to get ready for the game. Yeah. So when you get off the bus, um, you, you're allowed to go out with your position group. Our group doesn't go out, but that's just to go out and walk around the field and you can do your own little warm up. And you have to go with your position coach now. It's a, a NCAA rule because, you know, previous years there would be altercations when it was just the players going out on their own. And that's why you see now everybody has like a shirt with a number on it. So the refs can identify you or anything like that. Uh-huh. But we don't go out as a group. And then when the actual like warm up start, um, it goes by position groups. So it'll go like it's just like the skill guys and returners go out first because they need more of the field. And then the O-line, D-line are the last to go out. And then once everybody's out, you know, we do the team things, go back in, then we come out as a team. Uh, keeping it here on YouTube. Thanks for the question, by the way, Mace. Uh, Steven Williams, this is big Steve-O as well. Uh, what underclassmen, offensive linemen, and defensive linemen do you think the Florida State fans should be on the lookout for in the future? Um, offensive line, I'll say Bryson, Rod, and Lloyd. Uh, defense line, I'll say Pat, uh, George, and Josh Farmer. Okay. Well, I, I think people are going to like those answers. Uh, Patrick Payton and George Wilson, especially coming off the edge. Those guys, uh, they got some good frames on them. Good, 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 good frames. Uh, over here, though, to the warchant.com tribal council, Devontae. Bert, Bert really wants to know your scouting eye, Devontae. So we're, we're, we're going to sharpen your pencil here. So after your NFL playing career and then your television career, when you get into your scouting career, uh, Bert1992 asks, last week you described Maurice Smith and Darius as ridiculously good athletes. Can you please give us some more details on why you think this? Yeah, well, like what makes – like when you look at an offensive lineman, listen, I'm biased. I see you guys. You're large human beings. I don't necessarily think like dynamic, explosive athlete, but athlete is, is a broad term. Uh, when you look at Mo, when you look at Darius, what, what makes you think that they have great athletic skill and ability? Um, the first thing for me is their ability to recover. You know, if you've been beat, like just being like beat like initially, but then being able to recover quick and not lose the rep. Because that's hard, you know, like you you got somebody on the edge, especially Darius at tackle. And those guys are the best athletes on the field. The defensive ends are, in my opinion. And he'll lose, he can lose initially and then recover and still win the rep. Because that's hard. And then. Maurice, same thing. You know, Maurice isn't very big at all, and he's going against the biggest guys on the field every play, whether he's going against a nose or a three-tech, and he wins often. So that's saying a lot about what he can do. And then the way they run, um, I don't think – I'm not sure if you've seen, like, them pull on certain plays, but they can run, and they're fast, and they're not afraid of contact. So that just all goes into it. Todd Bruce asks, how much do the fans impact the play of the team in big games, maybe lesser games? Does the crowd impact you guys at all? Um, Personally, for me, not really. You know, I've played in front of 800 people, and then against Notre Dame, I'm not sure how many people were there. And at the end of the day, it's just, you know, it's cool, but you got to do your job no matter who's watching. So it doesn't really affect me personally. Rooney Knoll asks, what goes or what's your go-to toppings on pizza night? Um, like all the meats. I'm a, I like the meat lovers. <laughs> all right. Good answer. Good answer. 
check off all boxes. Yeah, Get down or lay down is asking you to, to lay down on the couch and open up to us. Open up your feelings to us, Devontae. It is understood <laughs> that you fear no man, but what is your biggest fear? Man, snakes. I do not like snakes. Like that's since I was a little kid. Like I just, I don't, I don't like them. The way they move, man, it just freaks you out. It's just something it, about them. It's it's in our DNA to not like a snake, man. It just looks absolutely creepy. I had a roommate though in college that did have a snake, like in a little aquarium thing, and I'm like, dude, I, what's what's going on with this? I'd have moved out. I mean, it wasn't fun sometimes. It was not fun sometimes. Uh, I'm just elite. Want some insider information? Are you going to play against UMass, Devontae? That's the goal. Okay, there we go. Good answer. Get down, lay down. Asks, what are you dressing up for? It's Halloween. You going to do like the Flintstones or something with the lady? You got to do like a <laughs> costume. I don't. I don't know yet. I was, I'm still looking into that. Okay. All right. Um, let's see here. Noel Yakin. Uh, what was the biggest benefit of the bye week to you personally? I'm just being able to recover. You know, uh, like I said, it's a long season, and I play offensive line. I'm getting hit every play, so just having a week off from that. All right. Let's uh, go back to Stevo. Speaking on guards or tackles pulling, how hard is that actually? To Steve-O, it seems like one of the hardest lineman moves. I would easily trip over someone or definitely not make it to the next level to make my block. Yeah, man, pulling. Like, it, like why not do it, right? Like, oh, everybody should be pulling on every single play, but it's, it's not easy, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, you can you want to put yourself in the best position, but you don't want to show the defense you're pulling. So, like, some people will back up a little bit when they're about to pull, and then it depends on what type of pull you're doing. If you're skipping, you need to have your eyes to the linebacker early so you know where he's at because you have to adjust off them. Or if you're uh, kicking out an end, you need to see how tight they are because they could either just run down and hit you in the chin or they could, like, spill you and make you, like, kind of hook them. So it, a lot goes into it, and then you have to take that first step because usually the center or the guard, depending on who's pulling, is – coming down so you don't want to get in their way and mess up their block but you got to get out of the way so you can get around and make yours but there's a lot of drills that go into it well get down or lay down has got another question i'm not going to pop it up on the screen because it it might it might uh, get uh, put up and and made viral but it you mentioned how you were able to be a a football fan this past weekend and watch some football like would you can can you i don't know what you do when you're watching another team play maybe you're just focused on the offensive line but, like, if you watch the team that's coming up on your schedule, like, would you let your mind think, well, well, shoot, when we play them, we might have success doing X, Y, or Z against them? Um, I wouldn't say that. You know, when I'm watching uh, on TV, it's harder to see the angles. You know, the TV view and, like, the actual film view are totally different. So it's hard to see, like, schemes and stuff. But once they – I more watch individuals when I'm watching on TV, you know, try to see what they're doing in certain situations, whether it's second and short or third and long, see what their stance is, see what kind of moves they're using and stuff like that. He's basically asking because, you know, one of the teams ran really well against a team that's coming up on the schedule later on. He's like, oh, I wonder what we could run for. But we, you know, again, <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot. So you watch individuals. Like, is Aaron Donald every bit as scary watching him on, on TV as, as everybody tells us he is? Yeah. Yeah. He's – Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be your future teammate. L.A. L.A. would be cool. You'd like L.A., right? 
All right, we've, we've hit the bottom of the bag, Devontae. We've got through all the questions on here on YouTube as well as over on the warchant.com Tribal Council. So you, sir, are dismissed. You'll be uh, back at it with your teammates on Tuesday. Florida State will resume practice. We'll be out there, warchant.com, with all the interviews and follow-up that you folks need to know. So do stay connected. Don't forget Sentinel Headlines goes 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Wake up Warchant also in the morning. Devontae, hey, man, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully we'll see you at practice here this week. Yes, sir. Thank you. He's Devontae. I'm Aslan. Thanks for watching this edition of Trench Talk with Devontae Love-Taylor.